Hey there. Welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast where faith and works are empowered. With every episode, we're discussing what it takes to pursue purpose intentionally while doing everything we have in our hearts to do. Together, we're embracing our multi-layered lives with faith, know-how, and grit. I'm your host, Dr. Jasmine, and I'm ready to go global with you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are empowered. I'm your girl, Dr. Jasmine, and I'm so excited that you decided to join me today. Today, I have with me my girl, my friend, Miss Tiffany Renee of The Muse and The Messenger. Hey, Gerbil Girls. Thank you, Tiffany, so much for joining me. We are going to have a cute, 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 dynamic conversation to have today, and I'm so excited that you are joining us. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And this episode is sponsored by my production team, Forever Cotman Films. Thank you, Forever Cotman Films. Chrissy, you're the girl. I hope you are enjoying our very first podcast video recorded content, particularly because I have with me my girl, Miss Tiffany, and this is going to be great. So today we are talking about rejection, but not in the way that you think. How about that? We are talking about how we must reject those things that do not serve us, how we must reject those things that are like not giving us the feeling that we need inside that don't agree with our spirit, that do not agree with what the Lord has called us to do, that do not agree with what the Lord has said about us. How about that? We must reject that. And whatever that is for you, Rejected. How about that? So today I want to share with you, Tiffany, how I came up. <laughs> Please with tell this me. Please tell like me. seriously. So this comes from just working and uh, just working a career. And like when you are around bosses or people in your work environment and they kind of like tell you things about yourself that you don't agree with or that doesn't even serve you, doesn't make sense. Or they are your your bosses kind of coming at you because of some workload that just didn't work well. Mm. Or you know you fulfilled the objectives of it. <laughs> and you're in a meeting and they talking about what went wrong, what had happened was, why wasn't this task fulfilled, why the project didn't happen. You like, you know what? I ain't had nothing to do with that. I reject that. She ain't talking to me. <laughs> he ain't talking to me. So that is where this, this topic so came from. I reject things that I ain't putting a shoe on because it didn't fit. <laughs> it did not fit. It does not fit. So, yeah, I reject that. So, that's oh what goodness. I'm talking about. That's what I want to talk to you about. When were some moments in mm. your life when you mm-hmm. felt like, you know what? I reject that. I reject you saying that about me. I do not agree. And that's it. <laughs> where do we start? <laughs> she trying to get me in trouble <laughs> on today. <laughs> um, let me just first say this. Okay. The days of saying whatever you say bounces off of me and attracts back to you are over for me. Right. I'm going to reject a whole bunch of things. <laughs> I don't subscribe. There are agreements that maybe we agreed to when we were younger because our parents, you know, did that or said this is what we were supposed to do. And we no longer have to um, subscribe or to agree to those contracts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one thing. Right. Um uh, I'm not agreeing to anything that I didn't completely agree to with an informed mind of a sound mind. You know, mm-hmm. when you're children, you just follow along, right? right? That's what your parents told you to do. I'm not doing that anymore. So shout out to this topic. Um, the second thing is 
I no longer want to bounce it back to the person who sent it to me. Like, I don't even have the space or the energy to do that. I just reject it. And I hope you heal or I hope (laughs) I hope you get better. I hope you become do better as a boss. You know, I wish you well, Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not I'm not pushing it back to anyone these days. I'm just like, okay, that's not for me. I subscribe to what works for me and what's for me. uh, And then I go ahead and let go of what's not right. What do you say? What flow? Let it flow. Yeah. And if it go, let it go. Let it go. How <laughs> so about that? That's where I'm at with the rejection. So let's think about this. You said um, boss. I like to call those people supervisors <laughs> because there's nothing bossy about mm-hmm. them. When I think of a boss, I think of someone that is inspiring someone. I think of someone that's lifting a community or, you know, a... Um, concern up i think of someone who is lifting as they rise right right? when you think of a boss is like like i think you're a boss you know what i mean (laughs) i think i'm pretty bossy myself you know what i mean um but i think those people that you're speaking of they're not bosses those are supervisors you know at a job at a you know um and a lot of times, half the things people say are not for our highest and greatest good. Right. right. They, I call that non-beneficial energy. How about that? I don't need it. And they usually come with inconvenient feelings, and I don't have time for that either. <laughs> so um, being nine to five, always. Because you know what it is? Um, I don't know. Have you read the book, uh, 48 Laws of Power? Mm-mm. Okay. But I've so, definitely heard of it. All right. So 48 Laws of Power. This is one of the laws I cannot remember right now. I used to know that book. But where it says, never outshine the master. mm Right. So usually when there are people who are in positions of authority, especially in the workforce, uh, they tend to want you to do good mm-hmm. until you do better than them. Oh. So a lot of times when people in those authority places start acting funny style, I'm going to leave you right where you start acting weird at. OK, mm-hmm. <laughs> like leave leave the weird right where it's weird at. And so a lot of times when they start acting weird, it is because you are outshining them in some aspect, Mm -hmm. um, some way, whether it is they didn't think that you would be able to achieve as much as you have, and then you messed around and did a figure eight around them. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, wait a minute, hold on. You can do good, but you can't do better than me. Right. So that's where I think a lot of that comes from. It comes from hate. Um, But someone recently told me that a hater was just someone who had their heart scrambled up. Because hmm. hater and hard have the same letters. Okay. So, um, <laughs> That's interesting. I, I think my son told me that, and I was just like, oh, okay. Where did he get that from? Uh, one of his <laughs> teachers or something like that. Um, but, that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? When people start sprinkling hate, that means you're doing something right. Mm, if it's not one person that. that's hating on you, that means you're not doing something right. You gotta have one person that is, for lack of a better word, jealous enough to not like you. Mm, I okay? love that. That means that you are doing something right. Because what it does is it causes whatever they may be lacking or whatever they're not doing properly and they know mm-hmm. to, the, to the table. It causes it to the surface. And now they see in you what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's an inferiority that starts happening. But anyway, so that's where I'm at. So, yes, my nine to five, I had that a lot. A lot. I remember one lady um, said to me, like, or uh, one of my bosses, he said, um, maybe you haven't been in a lot of meetings with um, senior execs. Mm, really? And I looked at him like, I was in meetings with senior execs before you even became a senior exec, mm. sir. You know, like, See, <laughs> I'm not trying to talk about work, <laughs> like, what? But literally, you know, between experiences you have, 
uh, at work and between ministry work and church work, you can really grow up and get some thick skin and know mm, how to operate honey. in the world. Like literally, I, it just, mm, I guess all I can say. But nonetheless, I love how, you know, we can talk about, you know, our experiences where we, because not everybody is able to take some, take in something and, and bounce, let it bounce back off of them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like some people take in, you know, what people said about them. You ain't nothing. You ain't going to never be nothing. Or they say they take in the negative aspect. Mm-hmm. But if we can all learn how to reject what people say and remember what God says about us, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we are uh, his royal priesthood, that we are uh, were born with a purpose and God knew us before mm-hmm. we were born. Mm-hmm. Like if we can reach back to that, it doesn't matter what we say about ourselves because even our own internal thoughts can have us in our brains so much so that we start believing the lie ourselves. That's that where the real battle ourselves. is in your, in your mind, like, your own mind. <laughs> like literally this topic is not just about it kind of springboard from some things that I might have been dealing with at work, mm-hmm. but it also comes from a place where even when the enemy try to come fight me in my mind and my thoughts about what I can achieve or what I can't do or try to fight my low self-esteem or try to make me feel bad about certain things, I got to reject even the thing, thoughts that I think that are not good. Those mm-hmm. th- I got to reject those evil thoughts that I bring to myself. So like this topic is so multi-layered um, that we can't necessarily unpack in this moment. I but I just want to start the conversation. Chipping at the tip of the iceberg with this one. Uh, you said something made me think of something. Um, someone used to tell me all the time because I used to fall prey to, oh, they're not going to, they don't like me or they think I'm mean or, mm-hmm. you know, I used to get the mean girl title oh, man, all the too. time. And part of the reason was because I didn't talk a lot with people I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that me, I was being mean. I was just, I'm an observer. So I was sitting back observing the room, the space to see if I, where I fit in or if I even fit in at a time. But someone once told me what people think about you is none of your business. Mm. And it doesn't really become your business unless they say it to your face. And even still, you do not have to accept that as your truth. Right. If that's not your truth, you know, a lot of people say like, you know, the truth lies in perception, right? Mm-hmm. Your perception of a thing is going to be your reality. Sure. My perception of things will be my reality. Yeah, that's, what and that's true. That's true. Well, you, you honor your truths and I'm gonna go ahead and honor my truths. And it's okay if they don't align because maybe we don't align and that, and that is okay. That is okay. A lot of times, uh, I think what you were saying, what people try to put on us and us rejecting it is a sure sign that maybe we have evolved. Maybe maybe we have ascended to the next level of who we're supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of things we can't experience or a lot of blessings we can't hold until we become the person we are supposed to, to be able to hold that, right? It may be too heavy for me on today, mm-hmm. but let me live life to next week. Right. And something happened and I grow from whatever happened. And the next week I'm able to hold that blessing because I've evolved in that, that area. Uh, I think, you know, people bring these things that we should reject. Actually, there's so much we should be rejecting Mm -hmm. that we don't, there's so much that we allow to come through Mm -hmm. our, our gates. You know, I always be talking about the gates, like you got an eye gate, mouth gate, you know, there's so much that we allow to, come that through so true. our gates 
without even thinking about it. it, You know, we lack intentionality about what we let in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you said something really important where you said, what did God say about you? I always got to go back to what God said about me because even what they say, it'd be your own mind. It'd be your own 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 mind (laughs) telling you a lie because we get caught up in our feelings, right? Yes, or what we see. And sometimes feelings are liars. Like, let's just call them what they are. Sometimes they are liars and they are temporary. I have never seen something that is so short lived, cause so much havoc, but it can. Like Mm -hmm. your feelings, your emotions, they can. And a lot of times it's because we don't deal with them. Mm -hmm. And if you don't deal with your feelings or any emotions, what happens? They deal with you. Mm hmm. So then we believe those, those, that little, that voice in our head that's, you can't do that. You can't, what's that called? Imposter syndrome? Yeah. So anyway, I, I'm here for you. I just, when people come to me like, I, I reject and I'm like, it's above me now. God, did you say I was that? Because if you said I was that, okay, cool. But yeah. if God ain't say it and it ain't confirmed, I don't have time for that. It's so much going on in life. Right. You got time to listen to that? We don't have time for that. Right. So... One of the things that is so important for me to share is, you know, if anyone is taking in things that have been said over them, even in their youth or adulthood, that they what they could achieve and what they could not achieve. I just want to share that you can reject it. You can reject it. You don't have to receive it. I do not. You can say I do not receive that. So I say you can't. I don't receive it. I think people, a lot of times, like you don't want to share things with people because you don't want people, I always say, I don't want them to put their mouth on my stuff. How about that? You know, and so, um, and sometimes I know we live in this, this society now (laughs) where sharing is the thing to do. I still am a very private person. This is the most sharing I do right here. Um, Other than that, if you don't catch it on the podcast, you're not catching it because I'm not sending it. Um, But no, I think. People share, overshare. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to take what they call it a holy hush. Mm, right. Yeah, and keep old, things to Yeah, that's the old saints. But you gotta keep things to yourself so that no one has the opportunity to put their mouth on anything. Like I only tell people first I'm selective of what I tell people, mm-hmm. but I only tell certain people certain things, right? Um, I only tell share with people that I'm willing to hear what they have to say about it. You know what I mean? Uh, So I might tell you my secrets, right? But I'm open to what you have to say about it. One, because I know the God that you pray to. And I also know that if I ever had a problem, you're not going to sit there and try to talk about it, dissect it. Mm -hmm. You're just going to be like, how can I pray about this Mm -hmm. or whatever? Um, And so me telling you is not like telling the world, you know, I only tell the public what I don't care if it's on the front page of the newspaper. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because but we have to be selective. And I think people have lost the skill Mm. of being selective and what they share. Like if I'm doing something, if I'm working on a project, I'm probably not going to bring I'm probably not going to say anything until I know that it's done. Right. Or I know or I'm only saying it to people who are participating in it with me. Yeah. Because you give people access and everyone should not have access to your business, your life or your information. For sure. I agree with that. That's another way to have balance and boundaries. Absolutely. Right. Sometimes people can insert their opinions and then sometimes it doesn't their feedback, although they may mean well, (laughs) 
they insert themselves in ways that just may not sit well with you at the time. You may not be ready to receive what they have to say, mm -hmm. even though they may have some good things to share. You know, so you just have to just find that balance around how much you're going to share and when you need to pull back. Right. Because you have to remember that people usually give advice based off their experiences. Yes. Yeah. Right. Sure. And so if they only had negative experiences, you think they got something positive to say to you about that? Mm -hmm. No, because they've only experienced negativity regarding that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it takes someone who's well grounded, mm -hmm. I think. To offer you a um, opinion that may um, be that may differ from their experience, for sure. Uh, but I do think that um, you're right. Like we do not have to accept what people say. A lot of times when people say stuff, like especially the negative stuff, is based out of fear mm -hmm. because they are afraid to do it. Mm, how about that? Okay, you know, or they are afraid of what might go wrong. Yeah. They feed you scenarios that with things going wrong. Yeah. And so you can't allow people's experiences and people's fear stop you from doing things. The other thing is they may be negative about it because they've never done got it. it. Right. That's good. You know, so you got to think about that. Like I have to think like um, before I say certain things to people, I have to think about like, Am I going to do it regardless of what they say? Like, if it's something that's scary, you know, everything is scary before you do it. You right. know what I mean? You'd be so terrified of something. Then you'd be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's, you have to put things in perspective, I guess. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah, I have shared, you know, just in jest, even though I'm serious, that I want to retire early. Me too, sis. I want to retire early. I'm trying early. I'm trying to find ways to kind of set myself up for that. And I kind of like casually mentioned to someone. It was like, oh no, you child, you can't do that. Speak for yourself. You can't do that. I can do <laughs> so what I, I get. I put what my you're saying yeah. about people putting their fears or their perspective on you, because I got so much more to offer the world um, that I'm ready to do that. Just do some of those things, but nonetheless. Um, I think one of the one of the biggest reasons I'm able to kind of move in a way that allows me to reject what people say about me and to just feel like, oh, they're not talking to me <laughs> is the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess my mother raised me once to believe that I can do anything. And then if I can't do it, that the Lord will show me how to do it or the, per the right person provision. Will, will come into mm -hmm. my life to allow me to do it. And I figure it out. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's one thing. And two. I just don't get caught up in meaningless things. Like for most people, um, when, say for instance, for example, I, I come in the office and I don't say good morning to you. Sometimes people get offended by that. You didn't speak to me or you walk past the person. Well, that doesn't bother me. You know why? <laughs> and I said this at a training session that I delivered once because when I was growing up, we didn't say good morning to each other. Mm. And so it doesn't bother me when people do that. Do we love each other? Certainly. Hey, mom, can you pick me up from school? Hey, mom, can you pick me up from work? I'm working today. I get off at three, get off at four. Can you, oh, yeah. See you later. Bye. See, you bring up a good so point. So it doesn't bother me. But that's not your marinade. That. That's not right. how you were marinated, right? That's not how you were raised. So it doesn't matter. For us, we said good morning. Literally, I remember, especially if I stayed at my grandmother's house, she would wake us up with song. Nice. You know what I mean? And the song literally, 
it was saying good morning, let the sun shine in, you know, mm-hmm. like, so I'm used to that. So when people don't say good morning to me, I used to be like, oh, they didn't even speak. Now I say, oh, that wasn't about me. That's about That's them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? People get caught up in their own mind and it could not even it had nothing to do with that. you. So the only <laughs> literal reason why I say good morning to people in the morning is because I have been programmed as an adult to do it. Because people get upset. And it depends on the culture. And I'm culture. not intentionally it, not speaking to you. Yeah, or, that's a good one. So, like, that's I know morning. that's a big thing for people. Well, especially, like, I have friends that are, like, Caribbean or West Indian. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to come with some sort of greeting and salutation. Like, you know, but that's how they were raised. I have one friend, like, don't text her without saying hey or hi or good day or something to greet because she thinks that's the rudest thing ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do it. I generally do it, but I'm in, I'm intentional about doing it with her because I know my friend exactly. and I'm not trying to offend or be rude towards her. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're listening or watching, you know who you are. I love you, Tammy, <laughs> but it's, I mean, she's taught me how people teach you how to treat them. Exactly. And so she taught me how to treat her. Um, and, and I think that's that's like really important what someone's marinade is because it will tell you a lot. Yeah. And that was like really my reason for bringing up that example is because you can like literally be offended by something someone said to you for no reason. Yeah. Because they haven't thought twice <laughs> they about it. They haven't even what... thought twice about it. Or my famous line is like, why are you upset and you ain't say nothing? I was, that's why I was about to go with this. I was about to go like, well, did you speak up? So a lot of times, okay, first of all, people, whether they're your best friend in the world are not mind readers. Mm-hmm. All right. And so if something has offended you or you feel a way about a thing, you have to give it words, right? Because they will walk around and never know and they won't change it because you never said anything. So, but we have this expectation that because our feelings was hurt this time that they'll change it next time. But if you didn't express that, you know, I, and I've learned this recently when you care about somebody, when you love someone, whether it's your friend, your family, your significant other, find the words. When you love someone, you find the words. Mm -hmm. Just like when you love someone, you figure out how to listen. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are two major things. Yes, I will be, what, 41 in, oh my goodness, in two weeks. Oh, my birthday in two don't, weeks. Don't tell me because mine's right after. Your birthday is two <laughs> weeks after mine. But I will be 41, but I feel like in year 39 and 40 is when I really saw that in action. When you love someone, you find the words. And when you love someone, you figure out how to listen. And all of that goes back to the foundation uh, friendships, relate any any ship, relationship, friendship, you should have some sort of established communication. Mm-hmm. And if it's your coworker, you still should have some established communication. If it's whoever it is, right? Because you need some sort of foundation to hold whatever it is that you're building with that person up. And when you build you build together. And so you should not be saying anything to me to pull a brick. Mm-hmm. Right. And I shouldn't be saying anything to you to pull a brick out of what we're building. Right. That's good. All right. I love that. So I always tell my boys um, when they're about to say something, is it true? Is it kind? 
And is it necessary? That necessary part, I repeat three and four times. <laughs> is it necessary? And I think as adults, you know, sometimes we think we don't have to learn nothing because we're adults, but we really do. That's when we really are learning, right? And so you have to ask yourself before you speak, regardless of what your intentions are, because you're like, I'm just trying to tell them the truth. But did you tell them the truth kindly? I had to learn that. Yeah, me too. Because I'm a Taurus. No, and, me too. Okay, and I, that I, truth come out, honey. Yeah, I'm very direct. And so, and I'm candid. <laughs> And I'm thinking, well, people who know me know it's out of love. But yeah. no, you still have to figure out how to say it kind. Yeah. I just told an employee the other day, you can say absolutely anything you want to say to anybody, no matter your age, no matter your gender, no matter anything. You just have to, it's how you say it. You have to say it right mm -hmm. for that person. And so how I say it for you may be different on how I say it to my sister, right? You know, or, so we have to be, it boils down to our intention. Mm -hmm. What's behind the messages that yeah. we're sending? How about that? And I think sometimes these people don't even realize that they are sending a bad message. And so that's my point, right? You got these people who don't have um, self-awareness or they haven't matured to the fact that they have done an internal evaluation in ways that let them know that they are saying things that are hurting people's feelings or are saying things that are pretty much inappropriate or saying things that are not true or whatever the motive Break is. Break spirits. Like, my point is, okay. right, you can't control what people do, mm -hmm. but it's how much you receive what they said is my point mm, of this that's conversation good. That's good. about what you can reject it. That's if good. it's not true, you got the, it's not about me. Or, it is, or even if it is true, right? You can reject it in that moment until you are ready to receive it. Absolutely. Until you're ready to process what they've said to you, even if it was said unkind. And sometimes my point is I've been seeing, like, having conversations with just random people or people that I know. Mm -hmm. And they've been internalizing situations mm -hmm. and behaviors in ways that I think that are not serving them well. Absolutely. She did not speak to me. He did not speak to me. Or they're saying, oh, they did not uh, console me during my time of need. Or they uh, did X, Y, and Z to me. But why are you internalizing it so negatively? Yeah. I think, I think when people internalize things negatively, that says something about their makeup. Right. Yeah. Um, it says it, it gives me an alert that something else is going on within them, mm -hmm. that, that they would even care that much. You know what I mean? That they would or that it would affect them as much as it has. And so that would provoke me to dig a little deeper. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we don't even have to pick up what people put down. Mm -hmm. So one, that was a choice for you to pick it up. Mm -hmm. They may not have even been referring to you, you know. Or they got their own things going it's on not in their life. It's not about you, you know? right. They got, they're dealing with something. So I said this earlier. And what about who did show up? Like some people get upset. Well, this person didn't show up for me. That person, well, what about those who did? Listen, we were having a conversation earlier, you and I, and I remember saying something to the effect, and I remember saying something to the effect of, um, we only focused on what we wanted or we only talked about what we wanted. We never, ever really discussed what we didn't want. We never, ever talked about what we didn't want. We just focused on what we wanted. And I think that is a key sometimes. Uh, if you are super excited about 
starting this business, this, that, whatever, then you should only be focused on starting the business. You should only be focused on what you need to do to start the business. And what people say, the naysayers and all that kind of stuff, that should fall on deaf ears because you are so focused right. on what you want. When you have a made up mind, no one can deter you when you have a made up mind. But a lot of times people don't have made up minds. Mm. You know what I mean? So or they have FOMO. What's that? The fear of missing out. Oh. I just learned that. But <laughs> Oh, I have seen okay, that. Okay. You know, okay. It's the fear of missing out or they think that if they go the direction or, you know, on the path that they know they should be going, they may miss out because other people are going this path. It's so many different things. I think it all boils down to one. You don't know what people are going through. That could have nothing to do with you. You got to check. Is it true about me? Okay, if it's not true, then leave it there. Mm -hmm. If it is true. okay, All right. That is true about me. Maybe you should dig a little deeper to work on an area, regardless of how they said it. Because, again, we can only control ourselves. When you realize that and you master that thought, mm -hmm. that I am completely not in control of anyone but Tiffany, or I'm completely not in control of anyone but Jasmine, that, that rel relieves us of so much other pressure, mm -hmm. right? Because what she was thinking and how she was doing it, that's on her. Yeah. It's how I'm thinking and what I'm doing that's on me. Yeah. Right? Somebody like, oh, you didn't do a good job. Did you do your best? Oh, you did do your best. Was that all you could give? Oh, that was all you could give. Then you good. You solid in my book. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you have to accept that for yourself. But so many times we give people so much more power regarding our lives. Than we really, really Than they, they need or deserve or we're, we're ever supposed to have. Yeah, for sure. So, Yeah. So what we rejecting? So conversation. What? This is kind of what I, how I process it to myself, mm -hmm. and that's why I wanted to bring it to the podcast. Um, so what we rejecting? What we rejecting? So I'm not. One thing I'm seriously rejecting is people holding me hostage to who I used to be. Oh, that's a good one. I might take that one too. I am rejecting that. You know what I would have done five years ago or even five months ago, may be very different than what I would do today. Mm. How I would say it may be very different. That's good. And I have people, and this be the people that you think will be in your life forever. It be your family, your closest friends, or your, I should say, your longest friendships. Mm. You know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, well, she, beware about, beware about this because she do X, Y, Z, yeah. or she's stubborn, or she this, she that. You don't even know me now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have healed I could have evolved. Mm -hmm. I could have ascended. So we, I know I am, and you just said you were too. So we are rejecting people holding us hostage yeah. to who we used to be, not creating space for change. How about that? I love that. Mm, that's love good. That. Create the space for me to change because I'm going to do it whether you do it or not. Okay. Yep. I, I felt like that. I needed to do two snacks. <laughs> right, I felt like, that. <laughs> that was some in living color stuff. All right. Um, so that's one thing. So now what are you? And then we can go back and forth. I'm also rejecting how I perceive myself, meaning I'm going to have good thoughts about myself. Absolutely. Not that I'm not super confident about my abilities, my skills. You'll be anything, kind about it, though. But I'm going to just give myself some grace because I have a way about... Mm -hmm. I love that you um, said that. You know I love when people start get, making space <laughs> no, for grace. No, <laughs> because 
I have I can be very hard on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I we are our worst critics. Yeah, and I think I do stuff very well. I'm not trying to be funny, but I do <laughs> I do things. What what I mean is I, I I try to cross all my T's, dot all my I's. I'm very strategic, thoughtful about things. Mm-hmm. And then I have learned over these last few years that I need to continue to give myself grace. I can make a mistake. If I stumble on a word, I can do that even in this setting. Like I don't have, everything doesn't have to be perfect. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I mean. Well, perfection is an illusion, sis. It's right. My (laughs) definition of perfection. Okay. I had, I would be really hard on myself, especially when I was much You about to make me start beeping because, you know, perfection was a hard obstacle for me to overcome. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think my daddy got something to do with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no shade. I love my father. He wanted the very best for us and he wanted us to seek the very best. Right. Um, he used to always say, my daughter's going to be self-sufficient. My daughter's going to be. So I thought I had to be the best at everything. Right. And I thought I, there was this level of perfection that one day I could meet if I worked so hard. And that is an illusion. It is a lie. It is always a moving goalpost perfection. And so once we realize that, you know what I mean? Even the what, even the operational definitions that we give to right. perfection mm-hmm. is still an illusion. For sure. You know what I mean? So, so you taking that one? What? <laughs> you taking um, getting rid of the critic being a critic of yourself? Um, yeah, I can subscribe to that. I can subscribe to that. As positive as I am, right? And I, I think I. I come off very positive, especially on the podcast, right? I got all the one-liners. I got all the love and light or whatever. The reality is I'm still human, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when people are that positive because they have to fight, you know, thoughts that don't have nothing to do with nothing. You know what I mean? A lot of times what I used to do was try to prepare for the worst. Mm -hmm. So that in order to prepare for the worst, you have to think of all the negative things that may could happen, Mm -hmm. right? And I have shifted from that mindset and realized, like, no, I just got to focus on the best. Mm -hmm. And then I would move in that direction. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I'm I'm letting go of the negative thoughts. I literally sometimes will stop myself right in the middle of a negative thought and be like, girl, we don't have time for that. Yeah. You got to reject your own thoughts. I do. We don't have time for that. So the negative thinking, the dwelling, because I'm a I'm an overthinker, you know. That thing with avalanche mm-hmm. and then all the thoughts. And then I'd be up all night like, how did I get here? You right. know? <laughs> um, so the negative thoughts, I'm letting those go. And that's not to say that I'm never going to have a negative thought again, because that would be a lie. But when I witness a negative thought, I am going to either stop it right there and say, I don't have time for that. Or, you know, reject it with a positive thought. Or... I don't have to acknowledge the negative thought. Yeah. I don't have to give it space. Yeah. That's that other voice in your head. Like when you're thinking, like they teach you when you're meditating, like you don't have to judge or respond to what's going on. You can just by acknowledge that it was there and move on with your life. Yeah. So the so last thing I'll say is, as I have always done, I reject what people say about me that I don't believe are true. And it's none of your business anyway. <laughs> I reject that. Like, people say, oh, anyway. I'm like, child, please. But I'm just going to continue to do that. And then I'm going, gonna, going to continue to believe what God says about me. And so that's what I want to encourage all the global girls out there to do, to encourage them to reject those things that are n- not serving you and to embrace everything that God says about you. 
that you are fearfully and wonderfully made that you are a king's kid, that you are his chosen priesthood, that you are his royal priesthood, and that he, God knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb. Mm. And so how about that? Mm -hmm. And so everything that you are, you know, when, why you were placed here is for a reason. And so it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It only matters what God says. And you need to repeat what he said about you. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes that. it don't even matter what you say about you. Mm -hmm. Again, circle back. It only it only matters what God says about you. And I mean, God be gassing us. <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean, God will tell us what you are the head and not the tail. How about that? Um, you know, you know, like you got to you just have to believe that. I think part of the reason why people fall prey to those negative thoughts is because we don't even believe it. We don't believe it. And so because we don't believe it, it can't be true. But we know that to be a lie as well. Right. We have to build our strength in our faith and build our faith to the point where even when the noise comes, we can fall back on what we know to be true. I so, so, so agree. And I believe that we need a part two and there will be so much more to talk about on this topic. So I reject that and I embrace our, everything that I should point blank period. So this has been the Girl Go Global podcast where faith and works are empowered. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and reject those things that hey. do not serve you. Please, please, please join us again and roll back that content. And don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Love you guys. Girl Go Global.